<clears throat> J-Dub Nation. So on this episode of the JRU Audio Experience, uh, I'm here with my brother, and I really appreciate everyone that continues to support my podcast uh, and support my Patreon or my Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Twitter, LinkedIn especially, because LinkedIn's blowing up. But I'm here with my brother, and I wanted to tap in quick, and we're going to do a short little five, ten-minute episode like I've been doing short-form content. And uh, he's going to share on what he sees as how you say yes to chaos, but you still have an antidote for that chaos and how you still are able to handle that and process and show up and help people, but also detach and be someone that brings the antidote also doesn't let the chaos overtake your stability and stuff. So how are you doing today, Zaya? I'm doing good. I know you have a lot of... I, lo- I appreciate you coming and joining. So I know you have a lot of expertise on chaos and like working steps that bring you solutions to that chaos. So what we have to say for viewers that are trying to like, because for me, a lot of my chaos comes from people closest to me. So my friend, shout out to David, his family, a lot of times our family brings the chaos to us and life does because life is complex. Life is egotistical in our society. So what would you give people as far as nation and show up? What insight or share would you have on that topic? Uh, well, I mean, it's like the main thing when I talk about chaos, it just means like, I'm not, I don't want chaos 24 seven in my life. That's not what I want, but I understand that when I do anything in life or take a chance or I'm starting something new, I have to realize that there's going to be some chaos and I have to allow that and be comfortable with that. And then when that happens, then I can develop solutions and systems to fine tune that. So now I don't have chaos anymore, but that's the goal is when I'm starting something, there's going to be chaos. And then the goal is to fine tune that and control it in some sense. So then now I'm not living in chaos. So for example, whether it's getting sober or starting a business or moving somewhere, whenever you're, whenever I've done something new in my life, it, it creates chaos. And, but I don't want that forever, but I have to allow myself and recognize that it's going to happen and then let the chaos happen and then try to control it through systems and solutions that simplify everything. That's my experience, and it can be applied to any area of my life. And like I said, one of the best examples, let's say I'm starting a new adventure or a new business. I have to accept that I'm going to make mistakes. I have to accept that there's going to be things out of my control that just happen. I have to accept that there's going to be problems or fires that I have to put out. I have to accept that it's going to be a learning process where I'm not going to have everything fine-tuned. Everything's going to be smooth. I have to accept stress. I have to accept all that stuff. And that's what I would call chaos. And then just like being able to be present and just be really quick with coming up solutions and and systems to prevent that from getting out of hand um, in a sense. So for me, like that's, that's, it's like a sports team as well. Like when they have football, they have a game plan, but things don't listen. Things don't work out. Right. And you see them adapting coaches in basketball and football. They have game plans, but they're constantly chaos happens in the game and they have to constantly adapt and switch based on that current environment. So I think that's the key. It's just having perspective that it's going to be chaos. But I don't want chaos forever. It's just accepting that it's going to happen. And, and that's the game plan. And then what happens when you can get through the chaos, and then it becomes easy. Then it becomes simple. It becomes maintenance phase. And then you get to that phase, and then you want to grow some more. Well, there's going to be some new chaos. But it's like it's kind of a step process where it just kind of happens. You, you get to some maintenance, and then there's more chaos. But anytime I want to grow and do something new and a new level, level up, there's going to be a little bit of chaos. And I think when people can realize that, there will be less fear 
of freaking out. Because what happens is, what, what a lot of people do, what I just described, is they start to freak out and they run from it and they quit or whatever reason. And it's like, no, that's okay. Chaos happens. And I think a lot of people don't want any chaos. And I think that's the wrong mindset and perspective. And if you want that, that's fine. But then don't, you're not going to be someone who takes chances because if you get to a certain place where there's no chaos and you just sit there, there's nothing wrong with that. But from my experience, if I want to keep growing and take chances, I have to allow chaos. So that's the key is getting, is being able to solve that chaos and allow a little chaos, but develop systems and solutions for it. That's what I've seen, whether it's a business or some project I'm on or even just like trying to help someone. Someone could be in a shitty situation. They have chaos in their life and trying to explain to them and allow it to work through that until they get to a solution. So that's kind of my experience. And then even and in recovery, like obviously life is chaotic when before, you know, we live lives of addiction and then we get sober and it's like a lot of chaos to deal with. And it's something that's just one day at a time that we work on. So also recognizing perspective is I'm not going to solve the chaos in a day. That it's a, it takes time to grow anything, whether you're growing it like a vegetable, you're growing in a garden, like it takes time to water that, that vegetable to grow. So that, that's kind of my answer to your question. That's a really good answer. Cause for me, the hard part with that though, was realizing like what you said, if people are fear comes from the unknown and like for me, a large part of that is having a plan and well, but being open to that, a little bit of that chaos. And like you said, you have a plan. I think a big part of that is what you've like lived and how you live, but it's hard because I feel like a lot of us, we the closest to us bring us the most chaos. So out of like a selfless sense, it makes it really hard for me because me, like for me, it's my brothers oftentimes and my parents that I actually, if I look back on my life, that I've brought the most chaos. We say I brought you chaos and my dad and my brothers. So it's hard for people, like even me, counterintuitively accept that. Also look around and be like, okay, I can reflect after I inflect intrinsically, extrinsically. And look around. Okay, actually, the people bringing me the most chaos and holding me back the most, and doing those things you said, are actually the people closest to me. I'm gonna step, step back for a second, and I'm gonna let Kyle Wolhau. We had Kyle Wolhau hop in and tap in while we're live there. So I'm gonna have Kyle share shortly why he thinks or what he sees as the answer to chaos, how he lets chaos in, but also still has like a way of having an antidote for. It. I think this is such a critical topic with our world today because we live in such a complex egotistical busy life and i think it's really important to have this conversation so kyle thanks for joining us and let us know what you have this and like i just want to hear what your perspective is on that well i think i know with a lot of the stuff that you guys like to talk about like uh disruptive like uh coming into a an industry and being like disruptive and how it's been run or changing it is like chaos can be good for for changing stuff up. I mean, I don't know why, but I I heard this like Chris Lindahl like parody song, and it was making fun of his uh, his billboards, and like I I think it's like some he was the his media guy was talking about how he just ha- hates all the haters hating on this guy for all his billboards, but he's like you know what everybody's still talking about me. Uh, it's like. You're you're kind of like uh, oh what does Chris Lindahl do guaranteed offer like it's like it's it, it's not a que- like so it's like it there's some chaos with all these people saying all this stuff about him but he's kind of like w- letting it roll off his back I know I I have chaos in my life all the time like you can't control how people show up and um, and so it's just uh, I, like I I could I related to what Isaac was saying and what you were kind of talking about uh, uh, Jr and it's uh, like chaos is around us. The world has been really chaotic, but uh, I mean, I know you talk about like 
meditation and, and stuff like that, that definitely helps with the chaos uh, a lot um, to kind of like calm my storm. Like I, I know one time somebody was talking about like a boat without a rudder in a storm just gets blown around. But it's like if, if you've got some some direction in where you're going, like you can make there's there's opportunities and challenges and everything. And so when there when there's chaos, there's probably some opportunities in there. And it's just uh, how do you how do you look at situations and and go forward? So cool topic. It is a really cool topic. So I appreciate you guys touching in and tapping in. Uh, I just want to hear Isaac. I want to hear what your solution is, though. Before we close out in the next few minutes, I just like doing forum shows. So people get value and they don't have to listen or take too much of their time because we know people are busy. But the solution. So let's just touch thirty seconds, forty-five seconds each on the solution as far as your antidote to chaos. For me, it's actually saying yes to as much chaos as possible throughout my life. I've been thrown into a ton of chaos. If I talk jail, homelessness. And the more chaos I've been able to throw myself to fearlessly and only and say yes to the altruistic existence of self in my ecosystem and saying yes to my intuition, how connected to gravitropism and the quantitative physics of the world. Like, I feel like my intuition, if I say yes to it, me being open rather than egotistical and closed off, and I open myself up to that chaos through throwing myself into more chaos, I'm actually throwing myself into balance because I find the ability to you go and sustain flourish through that chaos so for you guys what is like for me you're like the empirical science part of that inspection transparency and adaptation but most of all throwing myself into the dirt of my ecosystem i've been in the dirt so i would just like you guys to touch on that quick and then we'll wrap it up and i really appreciate this so isaac you go please well i mean great question but i, I don't really have a one size fits all because like it's a context situation um you know, but like I said, when you want to say yes to something and grow, there's going to be chaos. So the antidote is not trying to avoid it, is like you're saying, is accept that it's going to happen and then come up with solutions to deal with the chaos so it's controlled, so it's not run rampant. Because there's always going to be chaos, like Kyle said. So that's two parts. It's internally always doing what I need to be healthy and, and calm on the inside, no matter what's going on in the world. And then two, like you're saying, using science scientific tools with to create systems that control the chaos in a business or my personal life or whatever album i'm making or a movie that is basically all it is and it can be based on the context of what i'm doing but i don't personally always say yes to chaos if you wanted to grow 24 7 like you were just describing that would be yes but i think it's important to sustain ourselves over our lifetime to have periods where you're not doing that all the time because i need to go inward and relax and do contemplation and meditation and I don't like chaos in my intimate relationships. If someone's creating chaos in my personal life, I'm going to put up a wall there. I'm not going to just let someone chaotically bother my life 24 um, 7. If you look gonna, at the most altruistic person, Jesus, he would say yes to that. I know you do. I'm not, I'm not, but I'm not trying to. I'm just telling you, like, I personally, you have to create boundaries. That's how you control the chaos in your personal life. If someone's not. Like Kyle said, you can't control how people show up. If someone is so sick and selfish that they're continually to manipulate you, you have you can't allow that chaos. You can help them without allowing them to destroy your life by creating a boundary. So those are the kind of the things that I practice in my life that works. But at the end of the day, when someone decides to do something like you're saying and say yes, you have to allow the chaos and then use solutions and systems to control it. Got it. That's great. Thanks, Zaya. And then Kyle, can you just give a quick solution as to you do that, like with chaos antidote and solution to it when you are thrown into it? 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, I resented my parents uh, at times because my mom always, like, when the chaos in life would show up, she leaned into her faith. And I, I definitely did not have that same um, uh, internal or automatic uh, kind of thing to go to, but kind of just, like, accepting that, like, things happen for a reason, and even though I don't understand it, like, there's this one proverb uh, about, like, um, a guy whose horse runs away, and then his horse comes back with more horses, and then his son tries to train it, and then his son, like... And, he basically just was like, it could be worse or, or like, maybe, maybe not. Like, we don't always know what's good and what's bad. And so it's kind of like just being remaining open, accepting things that I can't control. And kind of also then just, uh, like I said, meditation, it's kind of the other, I know I talked about like a boat without a rudder, but the analogy of being like a submarine in a, in a hurricane, like the work, the water above the, the, uh, submarine is just crazy with the hurricane and the storm going on but underneath the water it's like i mean it's probably still a little bit of chaotic but you can just stay the course and uh and kind of just maybe i don't know i guess that's maybe staying out of it or not taking it personally um so anyways i think that I think that's really good style and i think that makes me think about like because i like to have this dialogue it helps me grow and think and contemplate you said that it made me realize, like, and think about my barrier, my office in Duluth, and like, like you said, like, put you have an environment where variables are controlled, where like in Duluth, where I'm living in my office and I'm, cre- I'm creating somewhat of a detachment from all that chaos. I walk, even when I walk to the gas station, I like all these people are screaming, talking, buying drugs, selling drugs. It's like instantly I start to have this awareness to like, wow. Like, if you don't have a barricade or, like, so for me, a big part of that is solitude. I think that's a brilliant thing that you touched on. So I really appreciate you guys coming in to share. I like to keep the episode short. Uh, and if you guys ever want to come forward out of love and storytelling and share your stories, I would do that as well on a more long-form show. But thanks for coming in, guys. Yeah, my, you can be asked as my manager. I'll take the invoice on my vessel. Uh, thanks for calling me on. <laughs> more love, Nate, baby. Have a good one, Kyle. Adiós, guys.